Hello and welcome to the Sales Talk Series from Novell's Enablement Team. I'm Randall Barch, the Solutions Enablement Engineer for End User Computing Solutions. What we cover in this series is how you can use nearly anything that's happened in the press or world of technology as a reason to start a productive conversation with your customers, partners, and peers. Welcome to Sales Talk. I'm Randall Barch, and with me in the studio today, I've got Tracy Smith, the product manager for teaming and also product manager for conferencing, and Jeff Royal from 33... 33 Degrees South, or NetCB. Take your pick. Okay, two companies under one roof, I imagine. Indeed. First of all, Jeff, where are you from? I'm from Cape Town in South Africa. Excellent. Great to have international representation on Sales Talk. Jeff is a reseller. Tracy said, hey, let's talk to Jeff because Jeff has some unique approaches about addressing customers' concerns with teaming, particularly about SharePoint and their use of, of SharePoint and against SharePoint. Tracy, anything to add? No, we were in a meeting earlier today and Jeff gave a very good summary of how his company approaches uh, competing against SharePoint or even positioning teaming against SharePoint. I thought it would be very useful for people. Okay, so let's turn that on you, Jeff. And what's your unique approach there? Okay, so it really depends on on what the customer is trying to do, and obviously we try to sell the value proposition of teaming. And what we tend to do is take a strategic approach with the customer. So we try and get in at CEO level, CFO level, or at least a business unit director level, and sell to the business. We sell against the specific problems. So in terms of technology, it's, it's not even a technology issue yet. What you're first doing is just understanding what the real issues are, as opposed to selling to IT. So that's the first thing. So once you've got the business person's attention, that actually you can solve their problem. And, you know, then as the technology comes in, it invariably comes up that SharePoint, oh, yeah, that sounds very similar to SharePoint. And indeed it does. And as we all know, it's the real world out there. A lot of customers are looking at SharePoint, trying out SharePoint. I mean, Microsoft give them the software on their server to try out. And so it's invariably there. So one, don't act surprised. And, and two is to really understand and show them how teaming can solve their business issue and talk them through how that there are differences with SharePoint and teaming. So let me give you an example. If you get a scorecard of the two technologies or multiple technologies, but let's in particular, let's talk about SharePoint and teaming. They have very, very similar functionalities. And so from an IT perspective, if you're talking to an IT manager, they'll go, yes, we've got discussion forums. Yes, we've got web two. We've got collaboration. We've got document sharing. You know, you can go down the list. They have all them all. So if you get into that fight, you're already on the wrong step. You need to position teaming is to say, look, SharePoint, for instance, do have discussion forums. It's not really a web two product. I know that because I originally come from Sitescape and I've sold against SharePoint for an awful long time. And so SharePoint really is a Web 1 product that's trying to morph into Web 2, but its whole infrastructure is still based on, and it's kind of a technical answer, but their infrastructure is still very Web 1. So it's like IIS with a skin on it. There you go. Okay. That's exactly what it is. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you a very, very specific example. If you upload a document library into SharePoint, doesn't matter how many documents you've got in that document library, that whole document library has one discussion forum within it. Mm -hmm. So let's say there's a thousand documents in that document library. How on earth do you understand where the conversation's going and to which particular document it pertains to? And so I can't put a document in and discuss just on that document. Correct. I've got to throw it into some big document thing and somebody's got to search through that, that is correct. one document discussion to find something about that single document. That is correct. Okay. Whereas within teaming, every time you upload, doesn't matter how many documents you upload in that, when you click on that document, it actually opens up the ability to discuss that one particular document. And so you can actually build up a whole lot of information. And that's actually the true value proposition of teaming is that it actually captures information from employees. Because ultimately, all the information that they have is in their minds. 
-hmm. And that only gets communicated either through voice or through email. That's the way we do it. And email is not a very good method for capturing information. Well, it can capture information, but it doesn't, you can't share it very easily. So if you ask me a question via email and I answer via email, well, I have the information and now you have the information, but the rest of the company doesn't have the information. If we leave the company, that information's gone. You mentioned that you have a, a couple of customer case studies or success stories. Sure. Do you want to share one of those with us? Okay, well, we've dealt with a variety of customers from sort of 50 users, and we've dealt with customers that have multiple tens of thousands of users. But I'll just give an example of, of a customer. Um, one of them is Arink. So Arink, actually a U.S. company. They're headquartered out of Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. We actually deal with them in the U.K. They are essentially Microsoft House. So if you went to the IT department within that company, they are Microsoft through and through. You couldn't begin to even sell teaming to their IT department. But we went to a business unit that was their engineering unit where they work on multiple projects. They do all the airports. So we, we weren't dealing with the DOD side of the business because they do DOD stuff as well, but they work on a lot of airports and with airlines to do the automated check-in systems. Mm-hmm. So when you go to an airport and you put your passport or your frequent flyer card and they give you print out the boarding pass, those are run in the main by Arink. They also do the onboard entertainment systems. So if you ever fly on Emirates or whatever it is, those entertainment systems are built and run and managed by Arink. So that's a lot of projects, it's a lot of information that they've got to get out there and one, work together, they need to collaborate together, they need to assign tasks so that we are very, very strong on the task management side of it, which you do not have in SharePoint. So they couldn't even use SharePoint. They try to use SharePoint, but the task management side of it was virtually non-existent. Let me ask you why in that case they weren't using their traditional email system to do task management. Well, they were. Initially they were using the email management system, they were using Excel spreadsheets. The problem is you have one Excel spreadsheet, then you send it to 50 engineers, and then it becomes 50 document, and then everybody's making their changes on that. By the end of the week, the project manager, all he's doing is working on Excel spreadsheets, and he's got very little time to do on the rest of his job. So they needed something where he could assign tasks and he could track them based on their priority of their tasks. Basically what they do is they actually have like an appliance. They have a whole bunch of hardware and a whole bunch of software based in a kiosk. They need to program, set up, design, fly out to a specific airport, then they need to be installed and that needs to be tested and run and then it's put into production. And that takes about three to six months to do that. Mm -hmm. And so if you're running all of those projects within Excel, and a lot of project managers I talk to do actually run projects using Excel or project management and everything else, but ultimately the communication is all through email. And if somebody leaves and somebody new comes in, they've now got to try and pick up on a three or six month email chain just on that one customer. Mm -hmm. It's too difficult for them to get up to speed. It takes them months to get up to speed with what's happening. Whereas within teaming, they can go straight in, they can see what are the high priority tasks that's already there, they can see what's been done, what's not been done, and everything is in one place. Some of our listeners might be thinking right now, well, also, why wouldn't they be using a full-blown project management system amongst those engineers? They actually do use a full-blown project management system, but then they take pertinent data out of that project management system put into Excel to manage the tasks. Okay. And that's how they sort their high and low and medium priority tasks. Uh-huh. So I was actually speaking to another company, Peel & Son out of Denmark. Okay. They also run full-blown project management, but ultimately their tasks all run out of using Excel spreadsheets. Is that because these project management systems are cumbersome? They are. Cumbersome they don't, for they, the they, communication they, aspect. It's exactly right. They're they're cumbersome from a point of view that from a collaboration point of view, to be able to share information and to communicate, they don't have that ability. That's maybe an excellent question if you're a salesperson to ask a customer. Once you get into one of these groups, like this engineering group, within a customer that might be very Microsoft or very this or that vendor, there's still these people that you can ask, hey, 
You can get into there and find out that they are a project-oriented type of team, and they probably have a project management system, but it's cumbersome for them. It is indeed. Yeah, okay. If I remember right, you had mentioned that the tasks at Air Inc. were also workflow-driven. All the tasks are workflow-driven. So they assign a task, it goes to somebody, that they work on the task. When they're done with their bit, at the workflow, they say, I'm done with my bit. The next bit goes on to the next person. Mm-hmm. So everything is absolutely workflow-driven. It was a high priority, and obviously you have with the Excel spreadsheet, that they couldn't automate the workflows. They needed to automate the workflows to ensure that none of the steps were missed out, because that was one of the problems we're having. The, the airline industry is highly regulated, and they need to make sure they didn't miss out on any steps. And they were missing out on steps, because when somebody new would come in, they had assumed that something was done, because it was updated on the Excel spreadsheet that it was done, mm-hmm. but it wasn't done. Couldn't really f- figure out where it had gone wrong. Whereas within teaming, they can go back, they can actually follow back through exactly what the decision-making process was and what, what was done when. Tracy, the task management and reports of task management, this is almost like being able to track project tasks within a project management system. It is, yeah. I know when I visited Air Inc. with Jeff, uh, when we saw they had taken the tasks within teaming and customized those to a slight degree to enable a higher level of workflow behind them. Okay. That was customized to meet their needs. So they were using tasks, but if I remember right, they were using two or three flavors of tasks. Each type of task had a different workflow enabled behind it. Ah, so they're editing the forms, creating some extra fields on those forms, and then right. having, having decision points and routing of, of these forms. That is correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they weren't just using the standard task management within teaming. It was yeah. highly customized. And it's really easy to do that. I, I mean, I just did that the other day by taking one of these teaming templates from the teaming library and for something completely different than what I was doing. You know, it was for uh, parking tickets or something like that for a city and just modified the field names. I used to be a, a bit of a database programmer, but that's long gone. All I did was just got in there, web browser interface, changed a couple. And now I've got a different form with different labels yeah. on the Exactly. Simple. Yeah, so the, the form took us half an hour, an hour to build the form, yep. and we built all of their workflows out in three days. Okay. So when I say it's highly customized, highly customized, but not an awful lot of work to, to be able to get to the point where they had a fully customized task management system that was workflow-driven. Great stuff. Now, when you get into a highly competitive environment with SharePoint, tell me what you do. Okay, that's a very loaded question. What do you do? There's, there's lots of things that, that you do. It, it's going back to what I said right at the beginning. It's to understand what the problem is in the first place. When we get into a competitive situation with SharePoint, it tends to be it's just there. It's already there, it's sitting on their server. They've already been trying it out. At that point, it's not really highly competitive. Where it becomes competitive is saying, look, teaming can actually solve your problem, and this is how it can solve it. What happens is that the business managers normally go, oh, that's great, let's buy teaming. What then tends to happen is then IT step in and say, no, 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 we can do this with SharePoint. We already have SharePoint. Why should we buy another system to do it? Mm -hmm. But once you can go through and show them the differences between teaming, and so this is where you need to be very specific. This is what I'm going back to that goal card of, yeah, we all have the same functionality. No, they don't. And that's where you really need to know, if you're a salesperson with a Novell or a partner, you should really get to know what's in SharePoint and what's in Teaming and what those differences are, but more importantly, how those differences make a difference for the customer. Mm. So I mentioned again, and I'll reiterate, that yes, they have a discussion thread, but discussion thread that becomes meaningless because once you've got a thousand documents in that document library, it becomes impossible. The discussions are impossible to, to navigate. And that's just one area. They're also, in terms of total cost of ownership, one of our customers that we used to have at Sitescape that's moving over to teaming, they actually run over 50,000 users around the 130 countries around the world, are all run centrally, with all the majority of them run centrally out of Holland, 
of two servers. For four years, they had one full-time person who managed that system, but actually the system was so stable that he actually went and ultimately joined Shell and went to work on another system. And then they just had a part-time person working on that system. To have that within SharePoint, it would take six full-time people within SharePoint managing that same system because they'd have so many servers. There are a lot of hardware because the way SharePoint is set up is because the, all those documents, because SharePoint is very document-centric, Right. It's all about how we share documents. And those documents actually sit as blobs in the data in the actual database, which means the actual each server is not very scalable. So as you have a certain amount of users, they take up one server, then you they've got to overflow to another server and another server and another server. And so you've got to make sure that those servers are stable and up and running and you've got to have a lot more people involved. And typically if you've got fifty to hundred thousand people, you're talking between three and six administrators administering that system. Wow. So in terms of total cost of ownership. Yep. There is no comparison. So if you're talking to a business guy, he is going to like that system. Actually, if you're talking to the IT guy, he's either got to employ six new people or find six people, three or six people within his team to now go and manage that system. He probably doesn't have that because he's firefighting anyway. Mm -hmm. And you're speaking from a different voice, not only from a competitive standpoint against SharePoint, but you're also a Microsoft reseller. We are indeed. So experience on both ends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that you mentioned I thought was interesting earlier, Jeff, is that when you go into an environment and somebody says that they have SharePoint, your response this morning was, okay, show it to me. Yep. yep. And then when they show it to you, then you start to ask about how the SharePoint system works. Yes. yes. And then that surfaces all the problems, and then you relate those problems to a team. That is, that is yeah, we, we, we do that a lot. We ask them to show us the system, and then we ask them questions about how they do things and how they get on with it. And that's when they tend to actually, what they tend to do at that point is actually show you where they can't do things. If you ask them how to do, for instance, like the document sharing and, and mm -hmm. how you can discuss those documents, the discussion of the documents is where you start to capture knowledge of with from within your company. That's where it starts to add value because that's where people can brainstorm and things like that. You just can't do that with SharePoint. Would you caution the beginner salesperson who's selling teaming to not get into that kind of exercise with a customer? Or are there some things that even a beginner in selling teaming could be able to point out as a customer is doing that and say, teaming does this in a far, Absolutely. far better way? The way I would do it is, is you know, don't be afraid of it. What's it where angels feel to, fear to trade is the, sure. is the, is the saying is really just go in there and just and just ask the questions. That's the point of selling, right? Ultimately, about salespeople is about problem solving, asking questions and asking the right questions. And if you do a demonstration with teaming, most of the time the people go, actually, that's really good. Most of the people that are, even that are, that have got SharePoint, actually, you know what? That's that's actually a better demonstration. That's got better capabilities than than SharePoint. And don't get me wrong, SharePoint, especially the latest version, 2010, from a GUI and a user perspective, is actually a very very good product. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, the architecture is the same architecture as 2003 and 2007. Yeah, just as long as they know teaming. If they, any salesman, if they're going to go sell teaming, must know teaming and know teaming well and understand some of the differences. They only need four or five key differences that they understand the differences are between SharePoint and Teaming, and they will be able to pick up the problem areas within SharePoint. How important is Teaming to your business as a partner? Extremely important. Our whole strategy for the next three to five years is built around Teaming. That's how important it is to us. Well, thanks, Jeff, for joining us, and Tracy. Thank you. For Sales Talk, this is Randall Barch. Thanks for listening. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell, Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.